Hey everyone, what's up? It's Wabi and it's Corso. I am at Ford Field in Detroit. Corso back in TCO following the Vikings 42-30 to win over the Detroit Lions. The Vikings get their first NFC North win of the season. The Vikings get their fifth overall win of the season. They are 5-2 and two, following an offensive explosion for the Vikings. Bravo offensive line. Bravo Kevin Stefanski getting the job done against a salty Detroit Lions defense. What we like to do to kick off the post-game report after a win, well, we like to let you hear what it sounded like in the victorious Vikings locker room. Take a listen. Good victory today. We fought our rear ends off. Man, it's a hell of a job. Um, I have one game ball I'm going to give out right now to number eight. Ah! Hey, and the rest of the offense gets one, too. Hey, we need to go get this next win now. Okay? We need to clean up what we did wrong today, okay? And keep the good things that we did going, right? Ran the ball, we had 140 yards receiving with Diggs. We had 140 yards rushing with Cookie. Okay? That's a hell of a job, tell us, all right? All right, Kirk, now you can go. Now it's me. Hey, we got a short week. We gotta be a pro this week, man. Get ready and get to six and two at the halfway point, man. Yeah. Get to six and two and set ourselves up for that halfway point. Let's go. Vikes on three. One, two, three. Vikes. All right, Chris. Uh, Vikings head coach Mike Zimmer, of course, met with reporters uh, following the game. Before we get to Zim and the press conference, a couple of things that stood out to you from this win for the Vikings. Yeah, I think the number one thing that stood out to me was the play calling by Kevin Stefanski, um, Gary Kubiak, and the rest of the Vikings offensive staff. Um, they showed the numbers. Kirk Cousins in the play-action boot. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's like he was pretty much unstoppable when he faked the run, and he, it just gets him in some sort of routine that he delivers a perfect strike um, to whatever receiver it is. Adam Thielen goes down early on a beautiful touchdown. They fake the give to Madison. Cousins for the end zone. Is it caught? Yes, and what a catch by Adam Thielen, and what a throw by Kirk Cousins. Cousins just continued to find young wide receivers. Um, he found his tight end, Kyle Rudolph, for a touchdown, the first tight end touchdown of the season this year. Uh, Irv Smith had a great game. Uh, uh, Ola B.C. Johnson stepped in when he needed to. And they throw it out to the rookie, B.C. Johnson. And he is into the end zone with his first career touchdown. Diggs did drop um, one good pass from Cousins, but um, stepped up at the end there with a big play. So what a what a game by the Vikings offense. He'll keep it. There is the play action and a deep shot for Diggs. And he got it. Diggs inside the 20. And, and finally draped down at the five-yard line. You called it. Yeah, it was, uh, it was a great performance by the Vikings offense. Again, I mean, the, the offensive line paved the way for Dalvin Cook to run for like 100 and I don't know how many he had, 140 at least. The team had almost 170 before the kneel down. So the offensive line paves the way for the running game to do that. The offensive line does not allow a sack in this game. Kirk Cousins dropped back like 34 times in the game. No sacks. The Vikings offensive line against a pretty good Lions defensive line played really, really well, and we love to see that. And it's been an area of focus, Chris, for the Vikings. 
things is, has been the offensive line. So to see that group play this well is really awesome. I'm especially happy for Riley Reef, who obviously comes back to the team, you know, to the, to the building um, where the team that drafted him plays and plays on an offensive line that played so well. So that that was really good. Now much more to get to here in the post game report, but let's kick off the post game sound with head coach Mike Zimmer. Here is what Zim said while he met with reporters following the game. All right, I thought we played uh, excellent offensively today. I thought Kirk had a had a heck of a ball game, made some great throws. Uh, Diggs obviously had a big day, and and Cookie with some of the runs that he made. Um, it was really outstanding defensively. You know, we had way too many penalties, and uh, I obviously didn't do a good enough job preparing him for some of the passing game that we we got today. So we got to clean that up. Uh, get ready in a short week and uh, get back to U.S. Bank Stadium and uh, get our crowd involved in this in in this uh, short week. And uh, but it was a, a darn good win, good win on the road. Um, you know, we keep finding ways to win, different ways to win, and that's important for us. What has this offense rolled so well the last three weeks? Um, you know, you, we're running the ball and we're play action pass, and you know, we're converting on third downs. Uh, pocket's been clean, uh, the offensive line's been playing with uh, you know, great uh, intensity, and uh. So, you know, we're just keep trying to get better every day. Was this the best you've seen Dalvin generating yards? I mean, I think he had like six yards to carry today. I don't know that's the best. He's 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 pretty good. Dalvin's pretty good. He had the, the run he had on the last touchdown was, was a great run. How about two the yard, way that – Best two-yard run I've seen in a long time. How about the Kirk confidence? Um, Kirk Cousins, the way that his confidence is just snowballing. Three straight games, over 300 yards, no turnovers the last three games, that sort of thing. Yeah, I'm, he's playing. He's playing uh, very free right now. He's letting the ball loose. Um, you know, even on some of the incompletions, he's he's putting the ball in a good place. How important have those long drives been? I think it's three straight weeks with 98, 88, and then 97. Yeah, well, we like them to be shorter. So, but uh, when you can do that, you know, I I felt like we, I felt like, um, you know, there was times that they were, they were tired. During the during the game, and we were tired on defense too. So, um, but uh, you know those those kind of things help when you can continue to hold the ball and possess the ball like we did. It was good. You mentioned Kirk. Just how impressive has it been the way that he sort of put that struggles in Chicago behind him and delivered three good games now in a row? Yeah, he's he's played very well. Um, you know, he's playing the best I've seen him play. You know, since he's been here, obviously, and. Uh, you know, it's a credit to him. It's a credit to offensive coaches what they're what they're doing, and uh, you know, I, I feel like we're playing to his strength. Nice to bring the ball Johnson gets his first touchdown. CJ Ham gets two of them. I mean, it's good to get that confidence going too when Adam Thielen goes down. Yeah, um, yeah. You never want to lose a guy like Adam, but uh, you know, those other guys stepped up, and you know, the tight ends got involved today. Kyle had a touchdown, and uh, Irv had a couple catches. So. Uh, you know, the more that we can mix it around, the less that, you know, you tend to get double coverage. You know, I believe they were in double coverage on Diggs on the one that Kyle got the touchdown on, and they, they missed the, uh, the coverage. Was there a concerted effort to get the tight ends maybe more involved? Stefanski kind of hinted at that during the week, you know, especially with... No, not necessarily. You know, uh, we want to get them involved every week, but each game is different, and, you know, how the defense plays, uh, you know, you know, Guys can get, guys can get, uh, you know, extra coverage, you know, depending on what the defense is trying to do. Mike, to, to 
to be as effective as you were on third downs today. How much of that was making the conversions there, and how much of that was putting yourself in favorable down and distance for some of those shorter ones? Well, obviously that's important. You know, the the real long the real long third downs are hard to convert, um, and so you know the more times that you can get you know under you know if you look at the stats on the third downs, the third and two ones and twos and up to four, you know they're always pretty high. So you know we're always trying to get in that area. What have you heard? And they about, were too. What have you heard of, uh, about Thielen's injury and this being a short week? Might it be difficult for him to be ready for Washington? I, I have no idea. I, I didn't talk to him yet. I haven't talked to the trainer about it yet. How about the way Johnson stepped up though with when Thielen went out? He's, yeah, he's played good all year. Um, you know, we'll we'll continue to get those guys in there, and um, you know, it'll be it'll be a good test for us. We got to get back tonight. Get get in the training room. Coaches get back to work and have a short week and get ready to go. You mentioned playing to Kirk's strengths. Is this about the offense that you envisioned with the play actions and the boots and taking some deep shots, uh, but also having the run game? Is this about what you envisioned at the beginning of the year? Yes. Mike, what's going through your mind uh, on that fourth and one where Kendrick has the, he just keeps coming up big on those big pass breakups? Well, they came out in uh, regular personnel, I believe, and I didn't think they were going to run the ball, so we tried to get into some coverage on that one, and uh, Eric made a good play. But the other guys had the other guys covered as well, so it was it was a good play. The, the long pass to things at the end, what was the coaching conversation about that situation? Well, it was uh, we wanted to stay aggressive. Um, you know, they were moving the ball really well, and we felt like we had to. Um, you know, it was a play that we had up off of a play action, and uh, and we had a chance to get digs in space, so... Um, there wasn't much conversation. It was like, don't hey, we didn't come here to to cower down. We came here to try and hit it. Mike, what did you feel like coverage-wise was the the big issue against Stafford today? You know, I, I don't know. I'll have to I, honestly. I'll have to look at the tape. I just felt like we weren't tight enough. You know, we changed coverages all day long. Uh, we gave you know some two deep, some three deep, some. Two on one side and two on the other. Some man, we played. I mean, a lot of different things. Uh, you know, we missed a couple of the play actions in the first half, and actually in the second half, I felt pretty good about it. You know, we gave them the one field goal, and then until they get the, the touchdown at the end, but we had to make some adjustments at halftime because uh, we weren't covering enough. And then, you know, at the end, the, the one drive that was, you know, they got the touchdown on and went for two. That was, uh, you know, we can play a lot better than that. Hey, Vikings quarterback Kirk Cousins, three straight 300-yard games. What's he thinking about after the game? Take a listen. Okay, I'll just start by saying I thought it was a great um, great team win. I thought our offense um, did a phenomenal job of being balanced all game long, uh, moving the football a variety of ways and using a variety of, of uh, skilled players to do that. I thought we were well protected. I believe there were no sacks, and uh, that's, a, that's a big deal. Um, and I just thought we handled – you know, the adversity of going on the road and, and all that comes with that and getting down early. And uh, I was proud of the character of our football team. I thought it was a great game. And, uh, um, you know, I expected it to be a tough one to come out with. I thought this team had, going into the game, could have very easily been undefeated with the way they had lost. And so uh, have a lot of respect for them. And so the fact that we were able to go on the road and get a win is a big deal. And uh, we're going to enjoy this one. Sorry. Uh, to put your highest, have your highest offensive output with losing Adam, what does that say just kind of is in general about this offense? Yeah, I think it's a credit to our other uh, players, uh, starting with, you know, Diggsy stepping up, Ola B.C. Johnson, Irv Smith, Kyle Rudolph did a great job. 
Uh, even Tyler Conklin, you know, we really called on him quite a bit in protection. And, um, you know, when you run the football well, it also takes pressure off of that loss. And, uh, you know, Treddy stepped up and did a great job getting lined up in some unique formations. And, uh, um, you know, just really proud of the way those guys responded and, and showed up. Coach Zimmer said a minute ago you're playing your best ball since you've been here. Would you agree with that? And why do you think it's just these last three weeks for you, it's just all seems to have come together? Yeah, I'm not into comparing, but uh, I think our coaches have done a great job with game plans and with uh, play calling and with uh, uh, keeping us in a, in a good position. I think a lot of our third downs today were, were manageable. Uh, you know, we're not in third and 12 over and over, and that makes a big difference in your ability to convert them. And... Um, you know, I just felt like when the play calls were coming in, I was in agreement with them so many times, feeling like uh, it was going to give us a great chance. And then we were running the ball proficiently. When you do that, I think it helps a play call and helps a quarterback feel like they're, you know, have the, the wind at their back a little bit. Kirk, a lot of guys will kind of talk about next man up when you lose a receiver like Adam, but does it change things as a quarterback when you're playing with guys that you don't have maybe quite the history with and, and you have to trust them in big situations like that? Well, it's, it's difficult when you lose a player as good as Adam, um, not preferred. But I was really proud of the way uh, players stepped up. And, um, you know, we do use a variety of people. Um, you know, Amir Abdullah steps in there quite a bit too. And, um, you know, Alex Madison. So, you know, you, you rely on a lot of names. And uh, can't say enough about the way so many other skill players provided a spark for us at different times throughout the game. A lot of uh, talk after the Chicago game was about the possible lack of chemistry with the offense, and the, the last three games it's been really there with everybody getting involved. Just how were you guys able to flip that switch so fast and so well? You know, Dan, I think it was uh, just you know growing in this offense. I think we're still a work in progress in the sense that you're going to get more comfortable the more you play, and that's the second half of the season. That's next year. That's years on from there. So it's, it's a you're always growing and trying to get more and more familiar with it. You never stop or settle. But uh, uh, certainly I think you also have to get an idea of your personnel and what they do well. And I think we did have some, some newer names this year that we're counting on that as we've been able to play more football, we've been able to get a feel for what they do well and how to put them in a position to be successful. But, uh, Dan, I do have to say it's great to see you. That's the Holland Sentinel right there in my hometown paper, and I always look forward to having them come out to the game. So thanks for coming. When you run the ball that well, how much more dangerous does it make the play action? Yeah, it's a big, it's a big deal. Not only the play action game, but you know you're calling in a first and ten run, and the next thing you know, it's second and three. That's just that keeps your whole playbook available to you. You know, if you get in second and ten, now their defense can uh, call more prevent coverages. That if you do want to take a shot, it's not going to be there. So the key is staying ahead of the chains where they have to call. You know, defenses that load the box so that then we can take shots and be successful and. Um, you know, it was so key over and over again to even stay out of third downs. We're not having to convert five or six on a drive because we're going first, second down, first, second down, first, second down. That, that's, a, that's a big deal. There's been a number of, you know, games in recent Vikings history where the defense has kind of picked up the offense. Today was the offense maybe picking up the defense when they have admitted over there in the locker room they didn't have their best of the games. How do you kind of feel about that aspect? Well, it's week to week, so you never know what the game's going to call for. Um, you know, a couple of weeks this year we've run for 200 yards, and so I handed the ball off and watched them do their thing. Uh, this game we were a little more multiple, and we felt like we had to because we didn't know what the Lions were going to do the next time they got the ball. So you play the game that is called, the game that is necessary to win, and every week that's different. What is it like when you're in the midst of a stretch where I think today you had four straight drives in for touchdowns? Well, you know, it's a positive. Um, you know, it's um, 
it was a positive day. We moved the football and scored points and did well in the red zone and did fairly well on third down. There's always a couple I want back. I think of a specific series. I think we went three and out. I think there were two throws we had there on that drive. Um, but all in all, you know, it was very positive. And, um, you know, we just now got a short week and got to come back and get to work again. All right, Chris, walk us through some more post-game locker room sound. What you got? Yeah, let's hear from Dalvin Cook. I mean, so quietly, he had 142 yards, averaged 5.7 uh, yards per carry. I, I mean, it's quiet that he had two touchdowns in that game with, with the way the offense was playing, but, I mean, he's just a force. And it's Dalvin Cook bouncing outside, coming back inside, and he scores. What a run by Dalvin Cook, his second touchdown of the game. Falling forward and making people miss in the hole. The Vikings trying to make it a two-score game. And it's Dalvin Cook bouncing outside, coming back inside, and he scores. What a run by Dalvin Cook, his second touchdown of the game. And let's hear what he has to say in the locker. Three weeks ago in Chicago, we're talking about the offense not being able to produce twice on the road. To be able to do this again now, away from your home building, what does that mean for you guys going forward? Um, it just means we're getting better. Um, I think guys are not looking at results. They're just grinding and, and seeing the work and, and attacking. And we, we're going out here and we're just opposing our will on teams. So I think if we just you know, keep honing in on the hard work and, and the details and getting better, you know, we'll keep getting good results every week. As a running back, what goes through your head when you hear the play call that it's going to be play action deep shot to Stefan at the end there? I light up, man. I make sure I get my fake in. <laughs> I make sure I you know, get as much people to get their eyes on me as I can so we can get a matchup. I don't think nobody can come on one on one in my opinion. That, and then the touchdown that you finish off that drive. It's a heck of a cut in the backfield. Take me through that play. Um, Snacks pretty much got up the field and, and he's a big guy and he. He got up and I and I just I knew this was the drive to close the game and I just it's all will man it's all just will and want to man. just want to close the game up. It definitely was big. We haven't won a division game yet on the road, or, so it was big for us to get on the road and. And you know, just come on, come out here and win the game and get out comfortable. Just three straight wins. We keep stacking them up. Um, we got a Thursday game that marks the halfway mark. We can go back to U.S. Bank and, and get us one, but this definitely was a big one going back to U.S. Bank. What do you do personally to try to get ready on that short turnaround for Thursday? We got to start today. Today is a recovery day. So, you know, today I'll be like more of a go watch some more football and, and just kind of relax. But today is a recovery day, so got to go get the body back right and, and ready to go tomorrow and, and get the steam rolling. Feel like you'll have the usual juice on Thursday? Yeah, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to play tomorrow. All right, Chris, final thing for me, um, and this is to dovetail off of your, your point on Kevin Stefanski and the play calling, which is what you said stood out to you most. I mean, Kevin Stefanski, listen, he, this game here at Detroit, he had a lot of uh, friends and family at the game, I do believe. I saw his father was here. Also, Kevin Stefanski kind of was raised in the NFL uh, to a large extent by Daryl Bevel in 06, 07, 08, and 09 when Bevel was the offensive coordinator here and Kevin Stefanski was 
an assistant coach. Like he was like an assistant to the assistant coaches. And so I was just really happy for Kevin and, and to have the offense perform the way it did in this game is pretty cool. And also like Kevin did it without Adam Thielen who left the game early on, as you mentioned at the top, he did it by, you know, getting CJ Ham a touchdown by getting BC Johnson, his first career touchdown. And by getting the tight ends involved, Irv Smith had a career high in receiving yards. Uh, Kyle Rudolph got a touchdown. I just really like the overall approach by Kevin Stefanski. Yeah, that's for sure. Stefanski had a hell of a game, and so did the Vikings' offensive line. I mean, it's unbelievable the game that they had, like you said, allowing no sacks, but really the protection and giving Kirk the time. I don't remember him even being pressured too bad, and maybe a handful of plays throughout the game, but like you said, 34 dropbacks, and it always seemed like he had that one, two, two and a half second dropback to be able to really get right and throw a dart down the yep. field. And that's that's another takeaway. You you can kill the Vikings for not playing this way in Green Bay and Chicago and not getting the ball down the field. How many plays could you remember in this game down the field, down the field, down the field? The offense was multiple and it was really fun to watch. Yeah, it was fun to watch. 42 points for the Vikings offense in this game. They win 42 to 30. They get to 5 and 2. And uh, now coming up next, Chris, is an interesting game and here's why I say it's interesting. It's at home on Thursday night, so it's a short week for the Vikings. They're on a three-game winning streak, and they're playing the Washington Redskins, who folks will take a look at what Washington did this week. They'll see they got shut out at home by the 49ers, and they're going you know, to sneeze at that. They're going to thumb their nose up at that. But we know things can, can get crooked in this league, especially on a short week. So the Vikings have to celebrate this win and put it away quickly Get ready for the Redskins on a short week because Case Keenum and Adrian Peterson are coming to town. They're going to want to win the game. Before we wrap this thing up, Chris, very quickly, a word from you on Vikings-Redskins Thursday night. Yeah, it's unbelievable the connections in this game. Kirk Cousins going against his former team, the team that drafted him. And then you have Adrian Peterson making his return. And don't forget about Case Keenum making his return to U.S. Bank Stadium. I was a big Case guy back in the day, so it'll be fun to watch him play against us. Whether if he starts or not, we don't know. Um, but, yeah, what a what a cool uh, atmosphere it will be. And the Vikings will be wearing those primetime purple jerseys, so be on the lookout for them. That's right. Uh, we're rolling right now, Chris. Three games in a row for the Minnesota Vikings. They win here in Detroit. They call that a winning streak. Yeah, they do call that a winning streak. Let's keep this thing going. Hopefully we can. All right, a uh, big-time week coming up here uh, at the Vikings Entertainment Network, so make sure you stay tuned to Vikings.com, the Vikings app, all of the Vikings social media platforms because we're bringing you the same amount of content, and we're going to do it in three fewer days than normal because we have a game on Thursday. So uh, we make sure we want to make sure you guys stay tuned for all of that. The post-game report is over. That's a wrap from Ford Field in Detroit, Michigan. The Vikings win 42-30. to They are 5-2. and two. On behalf of Chris Corso, this is Wabi signing off for now, Skull Vikings.